got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Hella Radio. My name is Nora Rose. And I am Sally. And we need to talk about Destiel. And he's finally here. (laughs) (laughs) The angel has arrived. (laughs) Yay! Okay, so as you might have noticed, guys, last episode we sort of forgot our format. So we're going to try to get back to that by doing a uh, plot summary first. Um, And I can start off by talking about, just talking about what what we missed last season um so dean made a deal with a demon to save sam and he only got one year um before the hellhounds were going to get him and we we have to talk about the fact that this season three was a shorter season because of the 2008 writer's strike and they were planning on writing a way to get Dean out of the deal and not have to go to hell. But because the season ended sooner than they expected, he ended up going to hell. And they ended up having to write a way to get him out because he's, you know, I'd argue the main character, but we don't have to get into that. Um... <laughs> Actually, you know what? We do. We do. No, joking. No, joking. Actually, this is a podcast about Cass. <laughs> for us, for us, Dean and Cass are the main characters. So, I mean, we love Sam, but this is a show about Destiel. So, um, so yeah, and then. Dean, the episode Lazarus Rising starts off with these pretty scary clips of flashes of hell. And then Dean wakes up in a wooden box six feet under. Yeah, and he has to crawl his way back up. Which is literally a nice shot, if I may say so. It's a beautiful yeah. shot, but you also have to wonder if if Cass could pull him out of hell, why couldn't he have pulled him out of the box too? <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> well, you know how he is. It wasn't his job. It wasn't in his original job description. It was like he literally raised him to like. Why? Or, yeah. Why why do it if it's not in your job description? Yeah, yeah. Valid. He's 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 just an angel there, right? I mean, he's not yeah. the cast cast. He's now. So this is true. This is true. He hasn't found his vessel yet. Yeah, yeah true. Um yeah, so do you want to take the plot summary from there? Sure. Um if I remember this right, uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, after Dean returns, he walks to a gas and sip, I think, and there is nobody, so he kind of breaks a window and gets inside and uh, uh, tries to, uh, tries to. well, first of all, he eats and drinks stuff, and then he tries to get in touch with Bobby. Oh, before that, actually, uh, there is this noise 
uh, like this screeching noise uh, and um, turn well window windows break and everything basically goes to shit <laughs> and uh, after that Dean tries to call Bobby and he does call Bobby but Bobby thinks it's a prank call and he hangs up twice on him so then in the next shot um, Dean actually shows up at Bobby's and uh, yeah at that point Bobby kind of has to believe after, after spraying him with holy water in the face <laughs> <laughs> and using silver necks and so on so it's really um dean then so and then they go together to look for sam who interestingly is in the same town where actually dean came back to life so where he was uh where his grave was yes which is funny uh, in illinois yeah and an interesting yeah. uh, note about that is, um, don't ask me how I know this, but there is a car dealership in Pontiac, Illinois, by the name of Heller, which is just the funniest <laughs> coincidence in the entire world, okay? Isn't, isn't Supernatural just like a bunch of coincidences anyways? So like, <laughs> it's very fitting. So they do find Sam in in a hotel there, and uh, Sam is there with Ruby, but we don't yet know that it's Ruby, just some chick. Yep. <laughs> yes, because she had a uh, uh, different vessel in season three. And at that point, they again make terrible joke where uh, they imply that the joke is that that's uh, Sam and Dean our boyfriends like why do they do this like why? I, I don't why? really have done this before like season this season oh, but did. like in yeah it's it's bad <laughs> i don't know why yeah. would they do that it's not funny straight people humor it's not funny okay <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> <Anyways>. humor. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll cut this out maybe we won't we'll see <laughs> okay um and uh uh, and obviously, at this point, Bobby, Bobby, and especially um, Dean, they think that uh, the only way for him to be back is because uh, Sam has uh, must have made a deal. And uh, Sam obviously denies, and he admits that he he was trying to ma make a deal, but like no no demon would deal with him. Uh, so then they are all perplexed as to why. Dean is actually back and what brought him back, uh, which uh, in which leads them to Pamela, who is uh, a uh, psychic, psychic, and uh, she helps them to uh, to see, kind of. <laughs> I mean, before her. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to find the, the creature or the thing that brought, brought Dean back. And in the process, she, she loses her sight. And they uh, get a name. But they do get a name. And the creature's name is Castiel. And that's how they end up later summoning him, uh, Bobby and Dean, while Sam is having his <laughs> little adventure on the side <laughs> <laughs> with Ruby. The demon who, and we now know that she is uh, Ruby Ruby and not some chick. <laughs> so yeah, and then um, 
Bobby and Dean basically in the last scene are together in the barn, the famous barn, and they summon Castiel. Uh, and he is summoned. <laughs> yeah, he gets there flashing and splashing and the yeah. Uh, the electricity going out and yeah, everything's happening at the same time. Yeah. Yep. And it's a great entrance, and we'll talk about that later in this we episode. Will. Yeah. But um so okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So what are some themes in this episode? There's I they're they're hard to put into words i think the themes of this episode but there's there's demon deals and even you could even even talk about that in terms of sam working with ruby it's not a quote unquote demon deal but it's it's a deal with a demon He's working with her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah, they are kind of like a unit in yeah different senses, I guess. You know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um. There's there's the the whole flashes of hell and. And with that, a, a Dean pretending like he doesn't remember, but he really does. Like there's, there's a point where even Sam asks him, you know, what, what do you remember of hell? What, what, do you know, you've been gone for three or four months, you know, it's, you know, and Dean, Dean even says, I don't remember a damn thing. And then it goes straight to a scene with him looking in a mirror and remembering hell. Um, so the boys are lying to each other because Sam's also lying about Ruby. Any other themes you can think of? Oh. Uh, well, obviously, like, the theme that continues from the previous episodes, we have spoken about the theme of Dean being a believer versus non-believer. Non yeah, <laughs> yeah. A non-believer turning towards believing, I guess. Yeah, and, and Cass even brings yeah. up that word faith again. Yeah. Faithless men. Our Dean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Dean. Um, it's so interesting, this version of hell, because this is the first we ever see, of, well, other than the clip of Dean at the end of season three 
where he's all strung up and everything this is the first time that we see hell and it's so interesting to compare this on to later versions of hell like <laughs> that, that look like onward literally like a office building yeah probably, yeah 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 and even even when Rowena is the queen of hell, it's still not scary. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I have reached that yet in I'm, my no, watch. But no. yeah, I think That's it's season coming. fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, and the the. And now I'm just going through my notes. The handprint is so interesting because. For for many reasons, because for one thing, there's the question of if Cass hasn't found his vessel yet, he's not humanoid, presumably. <laughs> so he why does he have a human handprint? And even if he was humanoid, he's supposed to be the size of a Chrysler building. Granted, they haven't come up with this yet, but <laughs> they did well, come up with the whole idea that he was, you know, vast and had to find the right vessel and yada, yada, yada. He couldn't jump into anybody like a demon can. Um. So why does... I know, I know that the real reason is just because it was easy, but why is it a human handprint? No, you are completely right. I mean, it would have been easy just to give him some undefined scar. Yeah. And just tell that it's like from celestial being or something, or like give him something like grace that would like, I don't know, he would cough it up or something. Like there are so yeah. many, yeah, so many possibilities to show that like visually yeah and, yeah I know. Well, and oh. as we know the handprint continues to be important even though they forget about it in like various sex scenes and stuff with dean i firmly believe that the handprint is still there at the end of everything i mean do they really forget about it during the sex scenes we all saw Anna and what okay, she did. Yes, <laughs> but I'm talking specifically about the Slice Girls. Yeah. The okay. Amazon episode. He takes yeah. off a shirt and there's no handprint there. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um But uh yeah, well, and it's obviously important even as late as five eighteen because they have that beautiful five eighteen, fifteen, eighteen, you know what I meant. <laughs> Um, uh, because they have that beautiful callback with the bloody handprint. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is just a fun little factoid. Um, but in that, that opening scene with Cass's screeching, um, in the gas station, uh, that, that the sound effect is our opening, um, <laughs> <laughs> they actually used glass. For parts of that scene and you can oh, tell cool. because um it was it was back because i'm pretty sure this was a kim manners episode um 
and I you can tell love the dude but from i only know him from x files i actually didn't know he worked on Spanish. yes 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 <laughs> he worked on the first four or five seasons of supernatural before he passed away um wait a second he's i know it sucks i do yeah. not enjoy this episode i'm not enjoying it <laughs> um but but he wanted to use he wanted to use real glass and you can tell that they used real glass because jensen in one of the scenes where he's holding his ears on the floor and rolling around in pain right he's got a band-aid on his arm from a cut that he got from the glass right yeah um being an actor is tough man <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um we'll talk more about this as as we get through the seasons but uh <laughs> sam and ruby as a counter parallel to destiel is so interesting yeah especially when like one pairing is literally contributing to saving the world while the yeah. other is <laughs> just going in exactly trying the to other, other way you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um but you mentioned earlier this uh, this thing or i mentioned this thing <laughs> i said uh, about oh, sam saying that no demon would deal with him yeah uh, and i just wanted to ask do you think i mean why why wouldn't they it is like was because because it's dean because they know he's yes i don't know i don't know that they that you know grunt crossroads demons knew why but they knew they were under orders not to bring dean back and the and the reasoning behind that was because if he is a righteous man they i i don't think that the people that sam was dealing with would have been able to answer why i don't think they knew but they were under orders so weird just he's just some random guy (laughs) (laughs) as far as they know yeah you know every time dean dies and and before like billy shows up or everyone's like dean winchester is in the veil oh my god yeah, dean winchester I is in the veil. that episode like, <laughs> so did i and, and everyone's like this big shot dude is like almost dead yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> um okay uh so here's a question for you um shoot Pamela, she can hear and understand Cass's voice. Is that just because she's a psychic? Yeah, probably. I believe this is what would, what the writers would tell you. I don't know if they have actually <laughs> thought about it, but I guess they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, that's exactly what we were thinking." <laughs> yeah, these things happen. I actually I was watching a a panel the other day and somebody's like somebody's uh talking to misha and asking a question and they say 
Uh, is it a conscious choice to move the way you do because it always looks like you are leaving space for your wings? And the Misha was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are, we, are we allowed to cuss on this podcast? I'm yeah, just... Well, I already have several times, so yes. Ask um. she four episodes into the podcast. <laughs> um. So, so it's interesting when, uh, also on the same, on the same vein of Cass's voice, um, the, the second time that Dean hears Cass's voice and he's in the hotel with the mirrors and everything, um, uh, Bobby runs in right at the very end there. And he doesn't seem like he's, you know, freaking out about the noise or anything. Yeah. I know I'm poking holes here, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're here for. So what are your thoughts? I just think like he either like showed up too late when it was like almost over because uh, there's like this huge mirror on the ceiling that's like the end point, like the climax of the entire scene when it falls down on Dean. So I either it was like over or he was probably also like kind of prepared for it because he and Dean earlier spoke about it and Dean mentioned the the uh, noise and the screeching. So, the, uh, so Bobby at that point uh, probably knew what was making the sound. Okay. Uh, and uh, as for why wasn't he covering his ears when Dean was, I don't know. It's probably potholes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, another thing related to Cass's, Cass's voice yes. uh, is that um, when he actually speaks, like in English, when we see him communicate yes. in a language yes. that we understand, yes, it's it's so deep, and obviously he keeps that act up. I mean that it's not an act; it's literally Cass's voice, and yeah, I have but this. It's not this... Jimmy's voice, as we later find. It is out. not Jimmy's voice, no. Uh, so I have this headcanon that he probably like tried to tweak his voice a couple of times before, before <laughs> like that. he's outside the barn working on rehearsing what he's gonna yeah. say. He's like, if I go deeper, how many people will 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 I kill? Will it be less or will it be more? Like, which direction should I go? You know, like, make it higher, make pitch it higher, pitch it. You know? I love this so, image so of Cass like by the Impala as things are going crazy at the at the barn, and he's like, okay, is this low enough? No, it's got to be lower. It's got to be gravelier. <laughs> you know. So yeah, probably he kind of like to be like extra safe. He went deeper than was necessary, as to not hurt anyone anymore because he is that kind of bitch, you know. <laughs> like he is like that, you know. Like oh, Castiel's only problem is that he cares so much, or whatever the <laughs> quote is. So, um, yes, yeah. I love it. Um. Okay. Uh. When Sam goes back to the diner, Cass has been there, and all these demons are, their eyes are burned out and everything. Um, Most of them are dead, except for that one chick who Dean kept slapping. Um, (laughs) um, 
And yeah. Cass, but Cass has been there. Why has he been there? Is he just there to like flex on the demons, or what? 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 What was his purpose to be there? I think he's like probably just following them, just trade, just following them, trailing them. Okay. He, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think. Yeah. So maybe, but the question is, was there, was he already like in his vessel, or he was not without his vessel? We at that don't point? know at that point because it's after the scene at the motel. So, uh, but since he burnt, hmm, but we do see him later burn out demon eyes just by with the hand to the forehead thing. So that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then and then that demon says something along the lines of we're all dead. Does she mean like demons because it's an angel? Or is she talking about the apocalypse? Because I have a hard time believing that she knows that this is where it's going. No, I think she's talking about angels because if she was like talking about the apocalypse, because it, it is never stated that uh, that the, the end of apocalypse is actually foreseeable. Like they never, is it implied that they know yeah. how it's gonna end? It, I don't no. think it is. So it's kind of open question. So they can't say that we are all dead when there is a chance that they could actually win that war. Yeah. So why why yeah. would they say that? Uh, so yeah, probably just uh, yeah. Well, and there's there's no way because she knows now that it's an angel. There's no way when she says we're all dead that she's including everyone because angels are not going to go willy-nilly around killing humans, for example. Yeah, I Which think... is what it feels like because it, it just feels like because when you don't know that it's an angel, it feels like she's saying this is a huge fucking monster and we're all gonna, you know, it's like Godzilla. It's the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe maybe they already like how much do they know about Dean? I do not believe that they know that Dean like do they relate him to Michael? I don't know. Do they know that they he do. is Michael's yeah, Michael's true vessel? Is this why they are all dead? Because in the end Michael I think that's is privileged information at know. this point. Um Yeah, I don't think they know. I just think it's like, yeah because of the angels but do they actually know i mean have the demons seen angels before we saw them in that episode i don't know how much you have to imagine have? that sometime in the past however long the universe has been around that they have yeah i think you know? it also yeah i think it also depends like that woman doesn't seem like a particularly old demon she's kind of newish that's I mean, valid. gives me the the. I mean, obviously, Crowley has probably seen it. I mean, yeah. definitely seen angels before, but I don't think every demon has. So maybe it's like new and extra scary for them. At that yeah. point, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. And uh, I love that Ruby, but before we're given the reveal that it's you know an angel that she uses the word cosmic to describe the situation <laughs> like she she i'm pretty sure that she is privileged to this information at this point 
because she's kind of like impo- important demon, right? Like she's not yeah. just like any demon. So yeah. Well, that's that's why she's uh, you know working with Sam to make him drink demon blood and all of that stuff, <laughs> so that she can get him to the point where he can be Lucifer's yeah. vessel. Yeah, she must have known because she's literally playing the other side, you know. Yeah. To, opposed to Michael and Cass and Dean, you know. Yeah, I just, yeah. And then I we have to mention that the barn is the same barn that they use in the finale, which just drives me crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about that other than to say that that's a thing. Um, And then... Don't get, get too to emotional... Yeah, people people reuse locations all the time. This is all. I know, but still, I'm, I'm, know. Joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, <laughs> you know what I'm about to say, but um, Eric Kripke has another show. That is airing right now that a lot of us know about because Jensen Ackles is about to be on it. But there is this superhero lady whose power has to do with light. And she shows up at one point to save her human boyfriend. And sparks are flying She's doing this walk that's just like, I have control of everything. Light bulbs are breaking. It's the same scene. (laughs) And they are canonically a heterosexual romantic couple. Eric Kripke was literally like, I, I made the same scene with two guys and the chemistry was so strong. It kept the show <laughs> running for 12 more years. I'm, I'm going to do this for my new show, you know, just to keep it running for as long. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Like, what? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I see you, Eric Kripke. Yeah, but like, honestly, we would love to hear your opinions. Um, yes, please just, talk to please us Please look about it up that. and like, sure, share with us your feelings, your thoughts, your deepest, darkest secrets. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> if I I'm... knew what episode it was, I think it's the finale for season one. I'm, don't quote me on that for the boys. You know what? We're gonna include the uh, episode number in in the link in the text below. Yes, yes, we will do that next to this episode. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. sure. Um, and there's uh the this this will become significant more later on, but Cass has definite ways that he uses his hand to either fight or turn people unconscious or heal or things like that. And um, this is the first time that we see that, obviously, because it's his first episode. Um, But he, uh, to turn Bobby unconscious, it's two fingers to the forehead. Yeah. Um, And 
Yeah. And then, okay, we have to talk about that deleted scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, I mean, they did delete it, so maybe they do not want us to talk about it. <laughs> oh, we're going to! They they released it anyway! If they didn't want us to talk about it, they wouldn't have released it! Well, yeah, maybe. Does Eric Kripke have to approve, or it, it is just actors? If it's just actors, we know why that scene is released. <laughs> If not, maybe I should give Eric more credit. Anyways, this thing goes like that, uh, like this. When they, when they, uh, when Cass comes inside, well, I mean, enters the barn, and they have their little dialogue, uh, and Cass says that he is uh, right now in his vessel, mm-hmm. and then Holy Dean says, what, "Yeah, hold it. Mm-hmm. Is what is your wrestler hold tax account?" And, and then. Oh, Cass says that actually he his true form is uh, the size of it's what, huge. It, no, he doesn't, no, he doesn't compare. Yeah, he doesn't say it. it. It says he says it in later episodes. And he had then to find a vessel that would actually fit him. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dean says, says he, I have that he, same problem with women. What the fuck? Oh yeah, he really does say that. Yeah. Which like it is not funny i mean what is what is that line accomplishing like literally nothing they want to accomplish at that point (laughs) no no why why it goes along yeah okay it it goes along with the thing with pamela where yeah that's what i was gonna say yes Yeah, you were like, there is there's their first interaction and the real, I mean, first interaction in person, Dean yeah. and Cassius happens in the barn. And there's there is always all, already this sex joke, right? Yeah. Uh, and then when you think about it, actually, even when they hadn't in, in, uh, interacted in person, but Cass was only like a voice to Pamela. Mm-hmm. That 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 they all like already kind of had a sex joke where Pamela yeah. ha- asks Dean uh, to to touch him somewhere where the where the creature, aka a calf, has had touched him, and instead of going for his shoulder where where the handprint is, uh, the burn, she grabs him. Yeah, and and then Dean goes, "This is not not where he touched me." So, <laughs> no, yeah. Well- why? 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 Why are we making these jokes? Seriously, I mean, but honestly, also don't do not forget that Pamela is a psychic. He kind, she kind of knows yes! where where, where oh! the creature touched Dean. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Here's a question for you. You were saying earlier. That they summoned him. Here's my question. Did they actually <laughs> summon him? Or did he just show up? Because he's been following Dean the entire episode. He's finally got a vessel. Maybe he's just showing up right now. It just happens to be a coincidence that they tried to summon him. 
I actually I'm gonna you know? go with that, you know, because uh, other thing, other argument to support that is that uh, they kind of sit around for some time there. A it's long implied. time. Yeah, because he, and then Dean even asks Bobby if he's sure that he did the spell right, the summoning mm-hmm. spell. So, uh, yeah, I don't think. Well, I think it's just like cash showing up instead of. And I don't know in the entire show if there's ever a point where. They say that we can summon an angel. I think you Is just it... pray to them, and they show up whether if they feel like it. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's how how it works. Yeah, I don't. Okay, well, I'm not sure. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then there's some dialogue that I want to just read because. That whole barn scene is just great. I'm not going to read the whole barn scene, but I'm going to read part of it. Um, Dean says, why would an angel rescue me from hell? And Cass says, good things do happen, Dean. Dean says, not in my experience. And then Cass says, what's the matter? You don't think you deserve to be saved. Which is everything about Dean from day one to final day. Yeah. This is like crash course to Dean and his belief system and his self-worth issues like packed in, I don't know, six sentence dialogue or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's a, it's a very nice, um, it's a very nice look into all of it actually yeah um and then i have one more thing that i want to bring up i mentioned to you that i was going to bring this up and i wanted your authentic reaction okay um, but i have a a headcanon about the whole fact that because Cass says that he thought that Dean would be able to see and hear him in his true form. I have a theory that the only reason why Dean can't is because Chuck doesn't ship it, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Because Chuck's an ass and he never got on that whole Castiel train and that Dean and Cass do have this bond and that if it weren't for Chuck's interference, Dean would be able to see Cass's true form. Wow. Yeah. That is a very good headcanon. I'm going (laughs) to adopt it and love it like my own. (laughs) I haven't I haven't really reached the point in the show where Ch- Chuck goes awire I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's still uh, it's still going to happen in the future for me. But yeah, that 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 could explain only for me only from judging uh from that episode when he pretends to be the writer. You mm-hmm. know, like in the earlier seasons and how much he is surprised by Castiel's existence and yeah. being there and you know uh, we make it up as we go thing so yeah, yeah. That, that does sound like Chuck 
Yeah, they, they Dean and Kyle they definitely, definitely. I mean, it's all, it's even in the show that they, they share a, a share a special bond, and I think um, or a profound bond. Yeah, one Sorry. might say <laughs> <laughs> profound, not profound, <laughs> profound. <laughs> Yeah, they do. I I think um, is it's. I love that. I love the 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 quote or the scene you read because it it shows very well that the. I mean, Dean's question: Why would an angel pull me out of hell? Is kind yeah. of like why me? So it's yeah. again this 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 introspection. This thing like like if why 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 me? Like there are so many people that are better than me. I guess that's what he's thinking. Like, why would somebody yeah. even like deem deem worth to have another go at life? And uh, and that goes... and passes already on the whole. You do. You're such a good person. You do everything for love. Train, even though he <laughs> yeah. hasn't really figured that out for himself yet. He's he's already there. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like he has like this very very uh, kind of innocent, kind of blunt belief that you know, like he just doesn't accept. Like it's iconic actually when he says like he has doubts because he in mm-hmm. in next episodes we see that he really does, but like he never has any doubts when regarding to Dean. Like he's like yeah. he's like this is the person. This is how how they are. And I love them basically. <laughs> yeah. So it's not gonna change anytime soon or ever. Uh, and um, and kind of like I, I feel like this is the point where they clash, like because Dean is so determined to hate himself, and like Cass won't have any of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, the good the good things do happen. Dean is also it kind of comes from from the old cast, I guess, from yeah. from my point of view, because he really believed that. Like, at that point, in that, that specific episode, I truly believe that he is, like, the closest version of the uh, warrior of God or, like, angel of God he has ever been, and he will never yeah. be like that. Like, he, he isn't, he doesn't have or it's not shown that he has any doubts like he is literally preaching god's words or whatever Naomi brainwashed him with i guess <laughs> so yeah yeah so um yeah i think i think there is um even though like that changes for him he kind of still in the future believes that good things do happen but like after taking that statement and literally breaking it apart and like reconstructing it into mean new things for him and i think that that's good yeah profound just like the bond they have (laughs) yes yeah yeah huh so i'm i'm really i i have a question or an assignment assignment or call whatever it's uh what whatever we would like to call it well uh people who are listening to this please share with us what was your first impression where you saw so cast and when you watched this episode uh it would be cool uh if people who saw it live would share their re- reactions 
uh, just what 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 went through yeah. your head? Like, did you love the characters straight away? Did you hate them? Uh, what were your feelings? Let us know. Because both of us, both of us, we all started watching. We neither of us watched it live, is what I meant to say. So we kind of want to get in that headspace. It's yeah, for me, yeah, it's very wanna... interesting. Yeah, and and tell us like when you started shipping it and everything. Did you was it immediate or did it take a couple of episodes for you to be like, wait a minute, there's something here? Because um, I know that you know there was fan fiction pretty much right away but i want i want to know you know from every single person yes every single person who listens <laughs> to this i want to know when did you start shipping it go to our social media right now and type <laughs> yes. type type out that message and send <laughs> yes send it um <laughs> so next episode we're gonna do three episodes um which is a lot but they're not very cast heavy so um we're gonna do 402 are you there god it's me dean winchester 403 in the beginning and 407 it's the great pumpkin sam winchester and yeah it'll be a party yeah until then Thank you for listening to Hella Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Hella Radio. Theme music was provided by Kalua. And thank you so much to Josh for being our wonderful editor. Let me cry